movies. We watch movies. You listen to us talk about movies that we watched without you. It's beautiful. Thanks. Now this is podcasting. What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Films Cast 64. This is it. This is the podcast that you've been waiting for all year. This is the Avengers Endgame blowout podcast. We're not doing any of this, what we've been watching. We're not doing news. We're not doing box office. All we're doing is talking about that Thangos, right, Adam? <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. All all the Thanos content that you desire right you here, the, right now. Did you see his butt? Oh, when yeah. um when the actor tweeted it out, Josh Brolin tweeted out the butt. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a firm tookus. It is a firm tookus. Uh last year when we talked about uh Avengers Infinity War, we had Ray our friend Ray Maddox on. And uh, we have him on again. How are you doing, Ray? I'm I'm emotionally raw. Yeah, at all, at all times. So you just came back from your third showing of Avengers, right? Uh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> how was how was it the third time? Uh, the third time uh, was it was good, just as good as like the second and first time. Yeah, but I still get. Very emotional. Like, I got even more emotional the third time, which is yeah. crazy. Because, like, I'm going into it knowing kind of what to expect. But, like, some of the stuff in there, it's just like, oh, this is even worse this time. For me. <laughs> and I, I don't know why that is. But, yeah, third time, still enjoyed it. I'm not a big, like, I got to see this five times. So it's very uh-huh. rare for me to see something at this frequency. But still worth all three hours in my mind. I think the last one I saw three times, last movie I saw three times was Blade Runner, and that <laughs> got very bad the third time. Yeah, not it was just like, oh wow, this is a slog. Uh, I, I bet Avengers is probably an easier three three goes or three hours than Blade. Yeah, Runner. it's 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 paced in such yeah. a fun way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we we brought yeah. Ray on because Ray is like the biggest Marvel fan. That I I know, uh-huh. uh, he, he last year leading up to Infinity War held a a showing of every movie every weekend leading up to, uh, Infinity War. Yeah, and uh, this year uh, there was a little less preparation. Yes, but uh, I, I'm sure just because you'd watched them all within the last year, you were in a better place. Uh, <laughs> With Definitely. at least knowing everything that was going on. There's no curveballs that got by you. Yeah, knowing what was going on, and then, uh, and we'll probably talk about this later, but just, like, catching a lot more kind of, like, callback kind of references sure. to other movies mm-hmm. that I don't think if they weren't as fresh as, like, a year in my mind. Probably I would have glazed over the first or second time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so, uh, I definitely wish I had done the, uh, watched all the movies ahead of this, because... I don't know, like, looking back, I, I kind of remember when I saw a lot of these, and a lot of them I haven't, like, the original Iron Man, I haven't watched that in years. And yeah. just sort of, like, remembering, oh, yeah, I was in college when this came out, and we used to always do movie night, you know, on, on yeah. Fridays, and 
we'd go see, you know, uh, Captain America or, or just, you know, one of those movies. And I, mean, I, I wish I kind of went back. I did do a, a miniature version of that. I, I tried to get caught up on the four Marvel movies that I hadn't seen. I got mm. three or four of them done. I watched uh, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and the original Thor. So oh. the only movie I've not seen is Thor the Dark World. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I don't know if that will ever happen. Yeah. Uh, definitely one of the side note. Thor the Dark World is one of like the weakest, if not mm-hmm. the weakest of all 20-ish films. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It so seems like it was important, much, but... though. Because they they took a huge well let's uh, let's do non spoilers yeah. first yeah so we're we're doing some non spoiler stuff yeah uh, at the beginning of this so if you're one of the fucking parents who hasn't seen yeah. it yet uh, because Waiting this movie made Netflix three hundred fifty million dollars this weekend which yeah. I believe is the maximum that's the highest number <laughs> there is after, yeah after uh, that, the movie stops showing it it's like yeah. this is the max. Right, so I I think this is pretty much the most money you could ever make. Trey and I were talking about this a little bit uh, ahead of time before you hopped on, Ray, where it's like the way the last movie ended, I don't know if if like the desire to avoid spoilers, I have to get out and see this immediately, uh, if there will ever be anything quite like that, especially yeah. with, you know, the the... 21 movies leading up to it and yeah so it's it's a payoff for people in a way that uh uh i i don't know if there will be anything quite like it again i know star wars kind of got close yeah i think there were kind of two types of viewers for endgame this weekend those who are like have seen most of the movies are into them in some way and then people who are like i just have to see this so it doesn't get spoiled because there's no i go into work on monday and like everybody's gonna be like talking about this and spoiling it or whatever yeah. Uh, although there's no in between there's there's no other type of viewer there which is people who like kind of care about it and be like I just have to see it so it's not ruined for me and then people who are like I have to see it now because uh, it, it keeps like I'll die if I don't this is the soonest possible I can see it and yeah. so see, I, I need to my job it's just people who don't care and they hate people who watch it so they'll spoil it in spite of everyone else uh, yes yeah. that's the They're- ticket for you if they don't like it you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to spoil it for you because who cares? <laughs> There's a guy in Hong Kong who uh, oh, yeah. got, got the, yeah. the shit yeah. beat out of him for yeah. Yeah. hopping out of the theater and spoiling <laughs> yeah. it, spoiling which stuff. I did realize that is a very, that's a hotbed for spoilers is just right outside the theater because <laughs> as, as I was walking in, I, people yeah. were walking out. And I, yeah, like what? You're going to talk Dude, about it on the way out. We walked out and Nathan Field just starts blabbing spoilers. And I had oh, to cover geez. his mouth. I'm yeah. like, Dude, what are you I, doing? Uh, my friends made fun of me. The friends I went to see it the first time on Thursday night made fun of me. But I did. I do this for Star Wars. I did it for this end game. I put earplugs in. I get uh, out of I my saw car a lot and immediately. <laughs> I immediately put earplugs yeah. in because it's just a hot people. Some people don't like mean to do it too. It's just like you get out and you're excited yeah. to sure. talk about it. Right. And you just like start blabbing. And I'm like, no risks. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was, it's funny, but it's also like, I, it's anxiety inducing for me. Uh huh. Yeah. I got one thing spoiled on Twitter because, you know, Twitter's the yeah. Wild West. Uh, someone said something in passing and I'm like, really, man, you're going to just do that? It was like a joke, and it was, you know, if it was, it was kind of funny, but yeah. like it wasn't funny because it's like it was the third, like Friday night or no yeah. Friday morning, Thursday night. 
It was like, that's way too soon, man. Way too soon, yeah. Yeah. There's a... There's another spoiler that I have where uh, it's just like uh, media companies that write articles yeah. about stuff uh-huh. have yeah. no idea how to write headlines about <laughs> some yeah. things. And so yeah. I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that uh, in a second. But first of all, yeah. let's let's get to kind of reactions. This is the culmination of, a, you know, a 21 movie arc. Ray, how do or twenty three, right? Well, this is uh, this is the twenty second movie. No, twenty third. Twenty second. Oh, so. it is okay. Yeah. Um. So, Ray, how how, as someone who saw it three times, I'm sure you hated it. But uh, <laughs> how did you how did you feel? Uh, it is. I I don't like hyperbole, so it's very hard for me to describe movies like this, which are, for lack of better words, like an incredible movie. Um, it's. It is like a culmination. Everybody kind of knows that going into, but they do it so well. It's mind blowing and probably the most uh, single rewarding thing that has ever happened to me in my entire <laughs> adult life. Wow! It's just like it was just like crazy. Uh, <laughs> you see, again, you go in like having expectations, knowing like it's going to tie stuff together and, and, and like build up in ways and resolve plot lines, but they do it in such like fun ways and set up things in fun ways and then pay them off in fun ways. Yeah. It's it's incredibly like rewarding. Yeah, some people will say it's like epic and stuff like that, which is true. But it's I uh, I don't know the right words to use, but it is uh, it's it's incredible. That's all that's all I can think about is the word incredible. Yeah, I think Trey and I talked about it last last week, and I said there is zero way that this movie is going to to please audiences because they were able to do the J.J. Abrams mystery box thing at the end yeah. of, Infi- yeah. of Infinity, War. Infinity War. And so you're yeah. able to have a, a, a question coming out of it, and that is, that's what people like. Is yeah. th- like You kind of see this with Game of Thrones now, where people are like, oh, well, I don't like that this is what it... Like, you like the possibilities of what could happen, and yeah. like being able to think about it and talk about it, yeah. but the actuality... So I said, there's no way mm-hmm. this is appealing i think this knocks it out of the fucking park like <laughs> yeah. i was i was blown away at how how well it delivers on the there's not that to say that there's not issues with the movie but yeah. i i think that just kind of as like what it is and what it means it's yeah. insane that it, yes. we, we were talking about how insane it was that infinity worked Infinity War worked on its own just because there were so many, you know, characters and all this stuff. But then to kind of leave it in the place where they did, where everybody knows, kind of, like I'm not not spoiling any, anything. Like everybody galaxy brains and knows kind of what's gonna happen yeah. if you know what the end is. And then it's just kind of like, well, how does it work? And to do it in such a satisfying way, I think, is an incredible feat of of filmmaking. They, I, I said it's the most fan servicey movie I've ever seen, but it it totally earns it, and it's awesome how it it does it in a good way because we've been through eleven years of this, and and you know just the feat of making eleven movies and people are more excited now than they were for Iron Man. Like it's <laughs> yeah. something that you don't get at all ever you know rarely tv you rarely get this you movies you never get this uh you know that's incredible 
um, there's so much like good fan service that it's, it's earned, you know, right. There's it's not certain, fan service yes. for the sake of fan service. It's, it's earned and, and it, and it adds to character moments and it's, you know, it, it, yeah, it adds to character moments. It's, it was very well done. Um, I really liked it. Now, maybe Infinity War, and I think Infinity War has the Empire Sharks back thing where it's a series of down endings, ends in a big cliffhanger. So, yeah, and it was a little more structured. It was a little more, you know, paced well. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas this, it was a bit, there, there was a lot, and they had to kind of cover a lot. Yeah, but I thought it was really well done. Yes. Yeah, conceptually, it's just like how you can't, you have 20 movies, and there's not really like a misstep. Arc wise, like quality wise, mm-hmm. there is, but like to build twenty movies to this and not really yeah. have like a misstep in like what you're building to, yeah, is crazy. Like that's because you, know, you can't until this time you couldn't conceptually like do that. That's hard to. I, I I I even now seeing the result, it's impossible for me to like comprehend. Mm. Yeah, all everything that kind of has to happen to get to this point where like everything's worth it in that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of fan service. Just but but I mean that in a good way. Uh, like yeah, po- definitely. Yeah, very good yeah. kind of way. Like you, you don't you you just smile the whole time because you're like, yeah. all right, and and they do it in very creative ways. Yeah. Too, it's not. Yeah. You know, it's not just hey, you remember this? It's like oh hey, we're going to give you a different perspective, yeah. not to give things away. I, I thought just it, it was it was great. You know, yeah. um, very very good ending. I thought yeah to the whole thing. I think that. Whereas Infinity War is essentially kind of like, you know, how you have Iron Man or Captain America. I think Infinity War is essentially a Thanos movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this is more uh, an Avengers movie, right. I guess. Yeah. Uh, th- yeah. That may be a little too simplified. And I think that uh, Infinity yeah. War may be on its own kind of a better movie if you pull it out as far as yeah. kind of like mm-hmm. what the, what the plot is um but i it but it it does it's not it doesn't serve to be its own standalone movie no. like that's yeah. that's not what it's supposed to be right. so i think for what it is it's about as good as you could possibly expect a movie i like i haven't heard i've heard people with gripes you know, I've heard people with like issues, but I've never heard. I have not heard any kind of divisiveness of. I thought this was a bad ending. I thought this was terrible. Yeah, you know, I like, think it's everyone. Not like a Last Jedi situation, right? right. Yes, yeah. and they've done a good job avoiding that. Yeah, like, because with, with with Star Wars, we've talked about this. You know, yeah. Adam and I. It's just it's they just don't seem like they know what they're they're going or know what they're doing, and it just all yeah. seems pointless, and it and it just kind of fumbles everything and. You know, and with with these, like, there's no burnout. I've yeah, oh you know, yeah. I mean, people talk about superhero. I think the people that talk about superhero burnout though are the people that aren't really into it anyway. Right. They're just kind of annoyed by, about hearing about it all the time. You yeah. know, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe it's just because I kind of, I think Infinity War kind of sparked my interest back into like Marvel stuff. Yeah, and, and this, Homecoming as well. And so maybe I'm kind of more into it now. I kind of see things in a different perspective, but I don't know. I think they just do a better job. Of yeah, I understand sense. those people though who like aren't really into it because yeah. it's possible they went and maybe like saw a bad one, like something that Fox did or Sony did or something, and so they sure. lump these all together. If we were just right. to like 
separate the MCU and that's all the superhero movies we had, I'd be like, oh yeah, those people have nothing like really like gripe or a leg to stand on. Like thinking about all the other, uh, not all of it is garbage, but like all the other like stuff that we had to like trudge through to get here. I can understand why those people are like, I'm not going to buy into this because right. like, I've it, tried and it's awful. And there definitely is a uh, formula, you know, yeah, you get yeah. kind of tired of the formula. Like oh. Ant-Man felt a little formulaic, I thought. As it much is, fun yeah. as it was, it's a bit formula. You know, it's you got to have a girl, you got to have a best friend, you got to have a bad guy, and yeah. Marvel a lot of times don't have the best villains. You know, mm-hmm. so it's well, little, but I think little. I think they've tweaked their formula. Oh, they've definitely gone yeah, along yeah. well, and it's it's been for the better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, all hail the algorithm, you guys. Yes. We all we all Big have bought cheer. in. They used our data to find <laughs> the the perfect way to tug on all the heartstrings and and i i think too is the great thing about this movie is because of endgame you or because of infinity war you had no clue where this was gonna go yeah you know so it's i mean maybe you did if you read the comics or if you know you just uh, put two and two together but for the most part you're like okay i have no clue what they're gonna do yeah Yeah. so let's see it's also i think I didn't really feel this way with infinity war but with endgame if you haven't seen them all you can still kind of piece it together pretty much if you've watched at least Infinity War but I'm getting off track what I mean to say is like there's enough focus on all these characters that if you're only into like Rocket Raccoon or Nebula or whatever you can get a lot of that out of Endgame but you wouldn't have necessarily got that out of like Infinity War because Mm -hmm. those characters weren't like focused on too much are there a lot of people that are just like real big Nebula heads that are just like I mean I would would not be that into it if it wasn't for (laughs) Nebula yeah yeah, uh, probably not Nebula solo, but probably like uh, you, there's like Guardians, like it's people who are really only into oh, yeah. like Guardians, right? And like this movie is gonna tickle that fancy to a degree. Yeah, right. uh, it's it's just a movie that like if you have a favorite superhero or whatever of the Marvel universe, you'll like find a good moment or two within it's, this. As opposed to, like Infinity War, which didn't even have like Hawkeye or Ant Man. If there were those people in there, they got nothing out of Infinity War. I'm a big this, Hawkeye guy, so I'm like, yeah. I'm, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Uh and so like everybody kind of gets their a little bit of cake in the yeah. end game. All right, I think that ends our non-spoiler discussion. Sure. Finally. So, when we get uh, back, all the spoilers oh. that you've been wanting. Alright guys, and we're back. Spoiler time. Um, why the fuck was Thor playing Fortnite? That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Marketing I, bullshit. They had to have some sort of fuck deal, right? Because, because Fortnite's doing an Avenger-themed event right yeah, now. Okay, so I'm like, is, oh, this has to be like a give and take. Thing. They had the Thanos thing. Worst yeah. scene in the movie. I, I almost I, walked out. I, I, I saw it, and I was <laughs> like, if I could be sitting next to Trey right now and just hear the noise that he made. <laughs> I made an audible groan. I, <laughs> like, oh. Every time I've seen this movie, all three times, I've had different audiences. Yeah. Of course, but like how they react. But every, without fail, in every 
movie that I've viewing I've seen, there's one person, only one person in every one that audibly goes, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's no other reaction to it. There's somebody who like knows sitting, you know, like it does like flip out. And for uh, me, I get tickled, tickled every time I see yeah. it. But it's, <laughs> yeah, they have to have some sort of like deal. Yeah, they, they think they do. Because they do have like Thanos and skins in there and stuff. Yeah. He should be playing God of War. If they had the balls, if Marvel had <laughs> balls, yeah. they'd be making him play the new God of War. Yeah. Because he's the, pretty, yeah. The whole idea is that Thor is making bad decisions at that point. You know what? Yeah. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. He is he's making, making a bad, bad decision. They had to show how low he got. The <laughs> right. The they could think and of. And how, how are the servers up with the apocalypse? Do you think the servers are still running on that game? And there's there's the half, half of the people. Okay, so the movie <laughs> opens, and it's it's three weeks after the yeah. snap. Everyone's still kind of mot- – and, like, half of the people are dead, and I understand it's a big deal – like that would be a huge event. This is yeah. Avengers: The Leftovers. I was very <laughs> yes. much ready <laughs> for uh, a lot of crying. Justin Thoreau. Yeah, uh, yeah. Putting a bag uh, over or, his head. Why didn't Hawkeye Colt? put a plastic bag over his head? That's what I was looking <laughs> for. <laughs> um, but yeah, that people are still like leaving crashed cars in their lawns and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's like, come on. well, I mean, that's that's five years later. Even it's not just three yeah, weeks. No, like it, it's, there's. People are really messed up about this whole yeah. thing, and they're not. They didn't really jump to rebuild, um, but it's pretty much everybody is uh, is real bummed when this when this movie opens. And I guess it works because yeah. the last time we saw them, everybody was everybody was dying, uh, and uh, I guess I guess it really opens with Tony Stark out in space. Well. Y- doesn't it open with Hawkeye? Hawkeye, and his yeah. Kid. Well, the first yeah. scene is Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah, that was a pretty good one. That was very leftoversy, you know. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, very yeah. much a character that we're bringing in for season three. We're <laughs> starting. We're starting yeah. season three, so we'll open it up with what this guy was happening. Yes, yeah. so you hear what um, this guy was doing. You hear Mama Cass, and you see the plane break apart in a three. You know, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new character. Uh, yeah, that was a good scene though. And then yeah, it's Tony Stark in space. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he just on his then, last limb, and then Captain Marvel comes and saves him, and then is immediately like, "All right, guys, I'll see you later." <laughs> I did for one for a minute. I thought, "Oh, they're gonna kill Tony now!" And just like take him. Like all these trailers were just like edited in a weird way, so we thought Tony was in the movie. But he's like, especially after the ending of Infinity War, I'm like, they might make bold moves with this, and they do. But I thought like the first one was gonna be taking him off the board from the get-go. And he didn't, which is fine. It right. still works because Captain Marvel shows up. But uh, I, I, yeah, I was almost like, oh, no, what are they going to do? Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, I think they did good with how they did eventually uh, end Tony Stark's, you know, whole uh, whole thread. Cause, yeah. yeah I, I, I think in it... In, I think Game of Thrones, like, they kind of bring this up about anyone can die at any minute, but it's like... Do you just want to shock people with death, which isn't really great, or do you want to actually yeah. make it a coherent, you know, arc? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it would have been a great arc. You know, it would have been a little disappointing. But yeah, um, but it is surprising that they just go and find Thanos within ten minutes and chop his head off. <laughs> it's yeah, the first shocking moment was that. It's like oh, yeah. we're really we're really like getting out of the gates here with some of this stuff is just dealing with Thanos immediately. Uh, yeah. Right. 
which is not only shocking to like we've never seen a Marvel character really get decapitated. No, uh, we've seen them kind of do like bad stuff, like get imploded, like the Wasp did, not the Wasp, the Yellow Jacket did, but never like full on dismemberment and then decapitation. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, PG thirteen movie. Part part of me kind of wanted that to kind of be the end of the, like Thanos still ends yeah. up being the big bad guy in the movie, mm-hmm. but it's it's still it's it's past yeah. Thanos. Uh I think this movie could have worked almost without Thanos. I, I enjoy the Thanos yeah. stuff that did happen. Um but I, I think it I think it could have worked. I but it definitely goes to You wouldn't the, have that big ending right if, you would have yeah, to establish somebody thing. else. Somebody or, else. Uh, and it's weird because if we're talking about arcs especially like the end of Thanos' arc is dying like get him decapitated yes. he's done right. his thing he's fine with death yeah. so it's weird for them to bring him back because it's like oh it doesn't really mess up the arc but it does put that character in an interesting yeah. position where like now he's just like a bad guy right no complexity right. there right. he just wants yes. to like kill everybody uh which kind of takes like undoes a bit kind of all the great stuff they set up with characters uh mm-hmm. and thanos especially mm-hmm. but uh, so. it's an interesting move yeah so they yeah time travels well oh. different oh sorry no no <laughs> Go ahead. Well, well, they kill Thanos, but he destroyed the Infinity Stones. So mm-hmm. there, there's a, that, was, that was like a the whole thing. Cool move that he would. I think it's a cool move that he would because he would destroy him, you know, and that makes yeah. sense. Like they're not trying to take any eat because I thought it would be he scattered them. Now they got to go find them. Right. But it's like no, we're not going to make it that easy. Yeah, I think gotta, going into the movie, everybody kind of knows, kind of like what you were saying, Adam, earlier, hinting at was we kind of have a few notions going into the movie what's going to happen, and one of them is like, oh, this the plot's going to be getting these stones back. Right. And so it's surprising that again, a bold move, wiping them off the table initially, mm-hmm. uh, and showing that yeah, and a great character move, as he mm-hmm. says. The stones were only here for like temptation, basically. If I had them, I would have used them eventually yeah. to undo it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he mm-hmm. uses so this the way to get rid of the stones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it was interesting. Well, I know I'm jumping ahead, but for him to, for, for them, like the whole time travel thing, it isn't to totally revert what he did. No. You know, it was to bring those people back, even though there's still time. Uh, time still has passed. Those people yeah. have still been lost. This isn't snap your fingers and hey, no, no, it's not like back to well. They mentioned back to where, the future. Yeah, where it's, yeah, reset. It's like, you know, it resets. No, no, we ne- nothing of that ever happened. That that yeah. pain is still there. And yeah. I'm interested now to see Homecoming or not Homecoming, uh, Far from Home. Far from Home. Where now there's a whole dynamic where like. Wouldn't all his friends be out of high school now, and he's yeah, still going to be in high school? I, yeah, I wonder that BC gets Peter Parker after he gets resurrected is reunited yeah. with Ned, his best friend. And I can, there's no dialogue, so we don't know. Maybe Ned's been gone the whole time too, but like he would maybe. be five um, years older than Peter right. Parker. Yeah, it's, maybe it's that, so, that might like, make sense. That I'm wondering sense. how they're going to explain it because it's like, oh, I guess all the Spider-Man characters then were just like snapped as well or dusted. But it's it's going to be like interesting to see them finesse that and be like, why yeah. are they not at least one of these characters? Why is at least one of these characters not five years older? Right, yeah. right. Um, but it is a good. Again, it's just like a, such a well like thought out movie with these repercussions. Where if Thanos still had like the gems, it's they wouldn't have lost. It's like another loss on top of another loss. Yeah, out yeah. that he doesn't and, and, have them. It's like they can't win. They just can't win. Right, right. And, and I think that's it. Kind of keeps the stakes, you know. Like, yeah. 
we're not trying to wipe away Infinity War. We're actually that that ending is still significant because right. we're not just going to yeah, revert things back. It's it's going to be harder than you, you know you would think. Yeah, my one fear, the only fear I had going into this movie was knowing that they would like undo everything. I was hoping because right. the there's, fear there's especially a, was. There's a new Spider-Man movie coming out. There's a new yeah. Black Panther yeah. movie. Like you yeah. know that, so it's like you go yeah. in kind of knowing the end, but yeah. it's it's so where it's, it's like the journey is what's interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think I think that nugget makes those movies more interesting too. Going in, like how are they going to deal yeah. with this? Yeah, and how are they going to deal with it and not like erase it? I mean, like why did I just sit through this three-hour movie if nothing right. matters? And all of it matters because they don't reverse it. They just undo. Which is smart, which is like a smart narrative move for yeah. your whole universe. For the next 10 years of Marvel movies, theoretically. Oh, man. Yeah. We're going to be watching this in 2030? The new Avengers? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, uh, then it, so after they go and they kill Thanos, it turns out that the most significant uh, scene in any Avengers movie, or in any MCU movie before this, was the post-credit sequence to probably the least watched uh, MCU yeah. <laughs> Uh, movie uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Wasp where... Oh yeah! <laughs> Why did they put that in post credits? That was so important. I, I mean, it makes sense. It doesn't because like it wouldn't really fit in the in the movie itself. Yeah, they um, should just made that the last scene. But it is interesting because they also they omit that scene obviously, which isn't in like wasn't shot at the same time as in game. But also like yeah. the Captain Marvel after credits. Like if you didn't see that suddenly Captain Marvel's just in the movie. There's like right. no explanation built into the movie. So both of those things are like, oh, you're not, again, well-written. I'm not bashing the movie in this way because uh, I know most of this stuff. But it's like, oh, <laughs> if you didn't see those two things, those two small scenes at the end of both of those movies, you probably have questions that are not being answered in the same way other questions were being answered. Right. right. And so Ant-Man pops out. It's... yeah. It's been five hours for him, even though five years have passed, which I think was yeah. another cool move to kind of yeah. allow. It's not only just like the immediate reaction to the snap, but it, mm-hmm. it does get to go into, you know, the, the leftovers part of it mm-hmm. where it's seeing how people reacted, how time has gone on. And then you're able to have these different character introductions that do have it. We talked about uh, a little bit before about how uh, there's Audi stuff all over the place. One yeah. thing that I didn't understand, they have uh, Captain America, they have him shave using his Gillette razor uh, uh, yeah. before, and then and then it advances, and then his beard is gone. It's yeah. only because they want to show that he shaved, <laughs> was yeah. to, not, to not have him lose <laughs> the beard earlier. You could have wrote Tony Stark Return to Earth, setting up that scene in any way. It could have been Black Widow on a couch. It could have been anybody, but you specifically write it for Captain America to be shaving at that time right. and be like, yeah. Let's keep this one. It could have been you could have set up that scene no matter how, but it was specifically to get Gillette in. He he might as well have just like turned to the camera and been like, mm, "Hey, Gillette." <laughs> uh, so then uh, Scott comes to the compound and yeah. uh, uh, then they they go to Tony, and you see that you know kind of what they've been kind of teasing that you thought maybe never happened was that you know he's like oh pepper i'll i'll get with you we'll get married yeah. and then i'll be done yeah. iron man will be done it won't be a thing 
And you see the culmination of that, where he's living yeah. out in a cabin in the woods, essentially, and he has a, a, a young daughter, and he's being just the funnest dad. <laughs> he's this the best. Was, best dad. I think one of the few things people were, like, huge fans of them see, or were like, oh, this is going to happen in Endgame, was that he's going to have a kid named Morgan, because it's one of the things he references in Infinity War, was like, he yeah. has this dream about this kid. Uh, mm-hmm. And so it was surprising to me that they kept that because I thought, Oh, if you're going to keep us on your toes, you're not like, it's that's not going to happen. Too obvious. But it did. Yeah. It's too obvious, but they did, which is, I guess is maybe the more smart move because you're going to trying to outsmart like. Oh, no. Big fans. They won't. They do. They outfare me. The Russo brothers have done it again. Whoever actually writes the movie. Uh, what's one of those <laughs> two's names? Anyways. Uh, let's see, Marcus and uh, Stephen McFeely. Hey Adam, can you pause for a second? Stephen McFeely. Um, can you start recording too? Just because my thing keeps like kind of stopping and kind of like catching up. So Whoa. Adam, can you start recording as well? Well, m- mine does that. Is oh, it does. As well, yeah, it's dropping okay. at the same time yours is. Well, then never mind. Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Be how it is. All right. Uh, sorry. Keep going. Yeah. So, um. Then Tony goes, looks at his picture of Peter Parker, and is like, "Oh, mm-hmm. this is this is sad." And then he uh, he figures out time travel real quick at his I, I dinner like, table. Yes, and I like how Pepper Potts was like, "Hey, just do it," because I I was like, "Oh God, it's gonna be a thing." Where she's like, "No, you need to be with your family." Yeah, and it's just I was like, "Okay, good." She's all good. All right, perfect. But just, they, I, yeah, the second time I saw this, I caught this. I didn't the first time because I didn't have like the yeah. information. But she, the last question she says before they transition to a new scene is like, if like now that you know this and that you can change this, would you ever like be able to like rest? Right. Mm-hmm. Do you ever not like not think about this? And he doesn't answer the question because it cuts away to the Hulk stuff. Uh, yeah. But uh, it is something that later when like Tony Stark is dying, she like I think her last words to him are like, "You can rest now." Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, geez, that, that's the only time it really like hit me hard, Tony's death. And we can talk more about that. when I, I really enjoyed plot, um, Iron Man 3 because of that. Like, it kind of yeah. dealt with his post-traumatic stress. And, oh, this is uh-huh. interesting. He's not invincible. Like, oh, he has very bad demon. You know, I, I really like that one. Yeah, we'll anyway. probably talk about this later. But it's yeah, weird late. that they took the most out of Iron Man 3 and Thor The Dark World. Like, those two movies yeah. were back-to-back yeah. back in our time, release-wise, chronologically. And yet, it's the one they kind of reference the most of both of those characters, respectively. Uh, it's just it's fascinating to mm-hmm. me. Uh, yeah. Tony also re- references the Mobius strip, which is mm-hmm. the way he does it. And I know about the Mobius strip because Austin has a Jim Parsons from Big Bang Theory doll that tells oh, the joke. Yeah. Uh, why did the tri- why did the chicken cross the Mobius strip to get to the same side, Bazinga? Uh, <laughs> okay. And so, so that's how I know about the Mobius yeah. strip. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so they they go back and uh, you see Hulk now, uh, Bruce uh-huh. Banner, and yeah. his ever changing journey with the Hulk, <laughs> as, as in the last three movies, I guess in Thor Ragnarok. It was uh, all Hulk all the time. Then in uh, Infinity War, it was Hulk doesn't want to come out, and now yeah. he's half and half. And I wonder. And in the if, first uh, Hulk movie, he was Edward Norton. <laughs> yeah, a whole different dude. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if the Hulk half and half, where they have him with his kind of like 
sideways slanty mouth that uh, <laughs> that Mark <laughs> Ruffalo has. If he saw yeah. it, he was like, "Oh, this is where it's almost like a a caricature where they're like, <laughs> I'm gonna make." I'm going to draw it, and it'll be the thing that you hate the most about yourself (laughs) is going to be the biggest and most obvious. Like, oh, yeah, my ear does stick out a little bit that way. Yeah, maybe it's like they're calling, the CGI people are calling him into a room, like, how does this look, Mark? He's like, oh, my mouth's weird. And they're just like, that's how your mouth is, though, Mark. And he's like, oh, well, can you change it? It's like, we have the power to change this. But Uh, we won't. We won't. It's iconic Mark Ruffalo. Mm -hmm. It is. He also... (laughs) This is something I thought about this third time around because you start going crazy at this point. Hulk in this future, this five five year future, is really good with like branding, apparently. Because yeah. he has a catchphrase. He says yeah. like Hulk out to the kids and the kids go like Hulk out or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he's the most he also, probably the most recognizable Marvel. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So I've the only, like he's the one I was wondering the most about like, oh, what has he actually been up to in these five years where like kids are like, It's the Hulk and he's like dressing fine and people are asking him for pictures while like captain america's also sitting at the same table yeah it's just like oh what has he been doing in this past five years where this is his life now and yeah uh, captain america's in, in pe yeah. videos and stuff yeah, yeah uh so then uh bruce and uh old rocket go to see thor and yeah. that that this is when typical insensitive Hollywood has oh, yeah. fat phobic <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable I can't believe that I they would it's terrible it's... Yeah. also it's... you can tell he still has abs he yeah. has a yeah, big old see, fake see? gut on but he still yeah. has like he still has like a ledge Just that a, a fat person gut. would not yeah. have <laughs> like yeah. is you're you're it's, lying to me by it was borderline Ben Stiller and Dodgeball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it was yeah, almost noticeable. Yeah. yeah, it was it was interesting because I was like, eh. it almost looked like to me they added it in post. Almost yeah. <laughs> at times it was like, oh no, this is like his it 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 blew my mind. Uh, one of the first things to like really like blow my mind in this movie was showing Thor, which I get the arc of like. Oh, he's really uh, struggling with like failing the world. Basically, now he's a uh, drunk. Right. Yeah, and he's gained weight. But it's it blew my mind that they not only did that, but then like that's all the jokes we get for Thor and like all the character <laughs> stuff that we get from everyone. Yeah, right. Else towards Thor, it's about like how he's the b- big Lebowski, but worse. Right. Uh, they also have uh, what's his name, Taika Waititi's character is that yeah korg yeah korg Korg and meek are there yeah but fortnite they don't really have korg do any jokes which i was bummed about because overall i wasn't a huge i i I didn't like thor ragnarok i thought it was like just too much for me yeah um but like korg had me bussing up all the time (laughs) and so i was like oh yeah korg is back and then yeah then he came and went without any Without any sort of real jokes. Well, they had Fortnite, which is a big joke, so yeah. you know, he's playing that. I wonder if, when we were talking about Fortnite, I was wondering this, if they wrote that scene without Korg and Meek, and then they had to do the Fortnite stuff, and they're like, who's playing Fortnite? And it has to be Korg and Meek, right? I wonder yeah. if Fortnite came first, or Korg and Meek in that scene came first. Uh, I think they were trying to put everyone in the movie, so I bet you they, yeah. Yeah, had they wanted Meek them in there, yeah. yeah. Um. So then they 
come up and with also, their... that is a, it is a fan favorite i know adam you don't like it but i, I mean a lot oh, of people yeah. love i that. know everybody oh, loves yeah. it i know i'm in yeah. the minority on that yeah. one um i think valkyrie was the first surprise appearance of the character in most of the shows yeah. i went to like didn't clap but went like oh yeah like did a good like fist in the gasps. air hell yeah it's valkyrie yeah yeah, yeah. I heard a lot of gasps in my my oh. uh, my showing. <laughs> when Valkyrie oh, showed up, oh, or just with everything, like a lot of things. We'll get to the uh, one, yeah. Okay, yeah. So there, then they come up with their Ocean's Eleven plot to <laughs> the time steal. heist. Yeah. yeah, so they go to the time heist where they'll go back in time. They'll get three Infinity Stones from New York. Uh-huh. Uh, was it uh, two from space? Two from space and one from Asgard. Yeah, and uh. The the way they split up the teams there is very interesting. Mm-hmm. I I wondered that yeah like what was the reasoning behind there, uh, but I guess it had to do with like their power sets a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. At least for the New York stuff, it's like oh yeah, this is all based on power sets, but everything else seemed pretty arbitrary. Uh, yeah. Well, Thor for Asgard makes sense. And I think uh, Black Widow and um, and Hawkeye, you kind of got that, um, you know, that kind of they both you know. Liked you loved each other, or what, or so it's in some way, and yeah, I think yeah. you needed that. You can just have two characters that didn't really interact, you know. Yeah, like from a narrative standpoint, writing it, I get why each character kind of ended up where they did, right? But from like a Avengers in the universe, like who's deciding who goes where and why, right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, when you end up with Nebula and James Rhodes, that classic, <laughs> that yeah. classic uh, Marvel combination, <laughs> uh like huh okay well that's interesting uh and then this is kind of where you see a little more of the of the character stuff that doesn't that kind of feels weird to fit in the movie where you have like uh i mean iron man and captain america obviously it pays off in a huge way i mean the main three characters in this movie are thor captain america and iron man i'd I'd even put hulk in there somewhere but yeah, I, I think he's to a lesser extent. Um, but, you know, where you get the scene where Iron Man or Tony Stark gets to talk to his dad. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I'm, a, I'm then, a sucker for stuff like that. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I'm a sucker for John Slattery. Put yeah. John Slattery in yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah. He's so good. He's good. Uh, just like, I don't know why he's not in more. And then there's like a scene where it's almost... Uh, like the the lady from Community, uh, 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 yeah, uh, yeah, Nicole Yvette, Nicole Bennett? Yvette, yeah, Brown, Yvette, yeah, Brown or something. Uh, yeah, she she notices that they're a little funky, yeah. and uh, and tells people to go look for them. And it's a scene that only exists to get Captain America horny. <laughs> so, Steve Rogers goes yeah. and sees the sweet sweet ladies, um, and then at the same time on. Asgard, you have um, Thor, who, you know, while just like in a few cutaways, you have Rocket doing <laughs> the job yeah. that they're supposed to yeah. be doing. Yeah. Uh, Weird that they had Natalie Portman in, in there for like two seconds. She gets like, one line, and I yeah. noticed this one of the times. It's she asks for pants. It's like when they first show up, she's asking an Asgardian like uh, servant or whatever, like yeah. whatever her handmaids are, and she says, "Do you have pants?" And then she says. No, never mind. This is fine, uh, and that's the only line she gets. Which is right. like, I don't know if that was at an post or whatever, but yeah, yeah. we're Natalie Portman, like just grab all of a sudden. 
And I don't. And I thought like Thor was gonna go talk to her or something. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. I mean, she was at the premiere and stuff. I don't think it was like a weird cut scene or anything. I mean, it yeah. wasn't like they but, were making, uh, you know, Princess Leia CGI. Right. Where you like yeah. piece it together yeah. from scenes yeah. that they had left over. Yeah. Um. But yeah, then they have, so they have Thor talk to his mom. Yeah. And that's a good one. And I I think I was watching something where they're like. That was more screen time than she got in any of the Thor movies. Any of that? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a weird kind of how we were talking earlier about Thor The Dark World being a weird one to pull from. It's because, yeah, Freya in any of these movies, even in Thor The Dark World, didn't have that much screen time. It's kind of a mm-hmm. weird twist. But I'm starting to form this theory where this this movie's about parents in a weird way. Okay. Because you do, as we were okay. saying, yeah. Thor and his mom, Tony and his dad. Mm-hmm. Steve doesn't have anybody, so don't worry about Steve. But you also yeah. have Nebula and Thanos. It's yeah, kind right. of like a parent thing. Like yeah. Most of the first scenes, it, both versions of Nebula is like about like her relationship with her stepdad or whatever you want to call it, Thanos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's just like all this weird parent stuff started like cropping up. I was noticing it in this one in this third view, and I was like, "Oh, this is a weird narrative theme they're doing." But like, it's paying off for all these characters uh-huh. uh, in ways. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. I'm still I'm still brewing on that. But if anybody has any ideas, uh, text me. You you know Trey, because it's, it's, uh, it's about family. It's about family. <laughs> it's always about family. Oh, um, and then you also have like Scott and his daughter. Yeah, that's right. a family thing. And yep. Black Widow says earlier in the movie, "This is my family." Yeah, uh, Hawkeye and his family. Yeah, yeah, Hawkeye and his family. God damn! It's like this whole movie is every character is like motivated. For Motivated by family in some way. Interesting. Uh, at at some point, someone dabs in this movie, right? Hulk no. kind of does. He kind of like, he does. Oh, when he, when he was talking to the kids, he doesn't like full on dab, but he just like he kind of does like the uh, like arms. yeah yeah okay because yeah. Trey and I have I mean I guess we only talked about it in us, but we're wondering <laughs> what the what the last movie that has a dab in it will be like how <laughs> how yeah. long for so I think. I think it counts. I think it was at least an attempted dab. Yeah, you um, can make a case for it. <laughs> so, yeah. so right now, uh, well, the thing is, you're going to get a whole bunch board. of in 20 years. You're going to get a whole bunch of 2000s nostalgia movies. So it's going to be well, a while. Uh, that's that's different. All right. Oh boy. Well, Ray, Ray's a robot right now. So, um, <laughs> hold on. All right, he's good now. Go. Uh, all right. Uh, what's the next? Oh, part? what happened? <laughs> I don't know. You got weird. You got weird there. So uh, while this is going on, you have the uh, the one in in space that uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow go to get, where it's like the exact same exact scene same. as yeah. the one from before, which I was a little bit bummed by. This was my least favorite scene in the movie, and uh, Ray, I I think you. From a little bit of conversation we had beforehand, uh, I feel like you you enjoyed this, but like the competition to sacrifice themselves, I was like, all right. They were trying a little too hard to be like, well, why did you, you know, I think they needed to make it so like there's no question that they're not being sympathetic. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I see what's happening. My battery's about to die. That's oh. why. Oh no! Like, oh uh, no! It, it was at sixty when we started this, and now it's saying twenty-five. So it uh-huh. dropped dramatically. But video chatting will right. will get you. Uh, so it may be fine, 
we can keep going until it yeah. drops. And then I guess okay. I can switch to the computer for the last bit. But anyways, yeah. Uh, what were you saying about Black Widow and Hawkeye? That they're just like in a competition to see who can sacrifice themselves. Yeah, it's a weird part of the movie because if you've everybody who's who goes see this movie knows Infinity War, presumably. So it's a weird piece. Everybody knows what's about to happen, right? It's like, there's right. no other way to get this stone. Yeah. But yet the characters don't, because like nobody ever saw it happen. Uh, but, and so it's like, oh. And I think that's why it doesn't have an impact for me. It's because it's like, oh, I know one of them is about to die. Uh, right. Yeah. It's and, where, it's, and, where it's like set up in Infinity War, it's like a whole new thing. And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, only someone that you love matters. And then you're like, oh, Thanos uh, is not just like an evil destroying machine. Yeah. He actually cares about things. And it's like yeah. a really moving moment in mm-hmm. that one. And in this one, it like, it, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't feel hits in the same way. Sure. It doesn't hit in the same way uh, to, to me. Because, yeah, I guess as I was saying, like, you know... With Infinity War, it's kind. Of, it's not like a shock by the time Gamora dies, but it is like, oh man, yeah, you kind of take it in a different way. Uh, you still get like a Red Skull appearance, which is like one for one for me. Love the Red Skull. <laughs> Don't love what, like what he does as a person. Don't, what he represents. <laughs> More, yeah, but he has yeah, great uniform. Big you know? big fan of. Like, <laughs> yeah, I love him because he's just like a villain. He's just like a yeah. villain villain. It's like, oh, I know what I'm going to get. But so I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy gets more lines. I'm down for that. But I, it's I don't, also, don't I agree thought, what he thinks, uh, what his politics are, but man, does he do a good speech. Great, great speech maker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought they were going to find like a new clever way to get the soul stone. But right, then like yeah, once I, they start talking about it, I'm like, oh, they're going to have to like, yeah, this is only going to go one way, I guess. Yeah. Um, so then they have all the infinity stones. They have mm-hmm. it, and while this is going on, on Thanos kind of figures things out, sees yeah. his, his own well, and, head. And get we do we we do a few things. Uh, we do get to see kind of the Avengers time, like when the the first Avengers movie that they're that's where they originally go. Captain America, yeah. Iron Man, and uh, Hulk, correct? Yeah. And Hulk goes and uh, gets the Time Stone from. What's her Doctor, name? Told us what the old one, the Sorcerer Supreme. Yes, yeah. Yeah. and the ancient I, one, ancient one, yeah, ancient yeah. one. And I guess, um, I guess people were wondering why the wizards weren't helping out during Avengers, and so do you kind of get that answer? Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, it, it was kind of interesting too because she was talking about like Doctor Strange, and she's like, "Well, I, I see, maybe he's not the person I thought he was. I don't know if that's ever gonna come up." And like a sequel or something, or yeah, because it's all reverted back, so it doesn't really, it never happened, right? Yeah, and and she's still yeah. like dead by the end of this. Like we know that she's yeah. right. not uh, back at all. It right. is for me that yeah, I'm trying to remember what I said earlier, being like the first surprising cameo. Told Swinon, I was like, oh damn, that's probably yeah. that's out of the whole movie. That's probably my favorite cameo. It's okay. Told Swinon coming back as source yeah. as the ancient one. Um, but another interesting thing uh, of the of the New York part, and this is when I started notices, was all the visual callbacks they do to not MCU mm-hmm. movies, like when Cap oh, gets yeah. in that elevator again. It's yeah. directly from like Winter Soldier. I'm like, oh, we can awesome. see him beat their ass, and he doesn't beat their ass. He doesn't like he does the Hail Hydra, gets the Mind Stone. Yeah. Which again, yeah. when we see Vormir, it's like, oh, pre- we've seen all these like lineups now of how they like pivot. And figure out another way to get these stones. Yeah, that's like, why that's, I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was saying. They do the fan service in a really cool way, like the elevator yeah. scene. Like, and that also kind of goes into like I remember 
there was a comic where Captain America, it's a recent one where Captain America was in Hydra the whole time. Yeah. And so that was sort of a little nod to that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, th- I, yeah, I thought they did like the callbacks in smart ways. Mm-hmm. 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 So then uh, I, they get all the stones. Uh, everybody's sad because they all had their turn with uh, Black Widow. And yeah. <laughs> everybody's just like sad about it. Hulk decide, yeah. says, uh, this is mostly gives off gamma radiation. I need to be the one to do this. Uh, and so they snap, and and uh, and Hawkeye gets a call from his wife on his Google yeah. Pixel 3. <laughs> Which he still has five years later. I guess right. he's, like, he's, he's filled with grief for five years. Still has right. the contact in there. Still has like the picture of her. Right. Like he has not moved on at all. It's very apparent that it's like uh, he hasn't deleted anything. Well, maybe he uh, can't, you know... Maybe the phone man, if you can't get new phones, you know, yeah, you, you, you <laughs> yeah you're stuck them. with all your contacts. Yeah, you can't do anything. Sorry. Yeah. And, no, I got a question, though. This is kind of reverting back, but did they say it was half of the Earth or it was like 15% left? Because it's I, uh, half of all people everywhere. Yeah. So, so it's the Earth only was like 15%, right? I thought that's what they said. Yeah, so I, if this is what you're saying, so Earth Earthlings are called Terrans in the MCU, mm-hmm. and so it was half of that species. So fifty percent of the Earth is gone. Okay, fifty percent of like every species, and so our every species, species is like Terran for. Uh, because that's what Captain Marvel is also, I think, saying once or twice throughout the movie was like, "What happened on Earth happened on like thousands of other planets, and they didn't right. have you guys." Yeah. Uh, but also, the weird thing is, is like what they're doing fixes everything, and so to have Captain Marvel just off dealing with earthquakes on another planet <laughs> is <Yeah>. like, <laughs> come on, yeah. Maybe how I I really did not like Captain Marvel in this movie at all. Yeah, uh, it's an interesting it's an interesting use of her because this is what I heard or read somewhere was because when they shot Endgame, it was right after Infinity War and that point after they shot in infinity war they just kept going within game right. at that point they hadn't finalized a draft of captain marvel so mm. like that movie wasn't even like shooting yet they didn't really like, uh-huh. know anything about her powers yet finally and so they used her in like an interesting way in that regard of like not knowing what she was going to end up being okay. so yeah it's 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 not a good use of her in the end but i understand it if like two or three years ago you had no i they didn't they weren't clear on how to use her yet anyways in her own movie mm. um, but it is a weird it is yeah it is a weird use of her overall so then Thanos comes back he's ready to brawl um, yeah. and you, you do get a funny uh, while they're on well you do get, get a funny um, shot of uh, Star-Lord doing the, the dance at the beginning the of yeah. uh, but he yeah, just yeah, looks yeah. like an idiot yeah uh, this time around and- also in that scene, and this may be another theory, like the parent thing, is you get another callback of like movie logic as opposed to like MCU logic when they find the power stone and War Machine stops, Nebula and says, No, no, we can't just walk in there, there's probably traps, right? Yeah, it's right. like you're an idiot. Indiana and Jones. that's because War Machine is still using like movie logic. Right. And again, this movie points out like, oh, that's not how it works right, here right. at least. Uh, which is Arm. just like another interesting theory that I'm going to probably think about for another okay. two months. Okay. <laughs> so you have Captain America, uh, Iron Man, and Thor fight Thanos. Yeah. And uh, last time, 
there was kind of like a bunch of superheroes against Thanos, and he had what, five of the stones uh-huh. or, or whatever, they yeah. still almost beat him. This time, Thanos is still holding his own. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, for everybody at kind of their prime, right? Like, Iron Man was his most advanced suit. Uh, Captain America with not only a shield, but as I'm sure we'll kind of talk about Mjolnir as well. And Thor That's the with big, two hammers. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was the big gasp applause when he picked yeah. up the hammer. That yeah. was like, yeah. the, what? There was, <laughs> there was just like so many people that orgasmed at that time. It was seriously the beginning of like a 35-minute. Oh, yeah. Some, there were some cheers. teens yeah. sitting next to me <laughs> yeah. that from that point forward were just like, yeah it was nobody for the academy war it was a sexual experience for them yeah. uh, the first it's like the opening volley of like hey for the next 30 40 minutes all you're gonna be doing is like cheering at all these moments it, you and, know like, what applauding. it reminded me of it reminded me of the big battle in um uh ready player one Oh, but yeah. I actually cared about these characters this time. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like, oh, I actually care about all these references rather than Ready Player One. It's like, oh, Iron Giant, cool. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's oh, it's it's Tracer. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. Uh, it's like, like oh, Spider Man's back. This person that obviously really affected somebody. Yeah, like Black and Panther and Valkyrie and uh, it's like I, when Spider Man hugged Tony. I'm just like, oh god. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I got to, I got some chills during that yeah. moment. It's like yeah. it was really cool um to have that. And then there's there's the fight, which is really the only one big fight scene in the movie, yeah. which it is yeah. which is really uh really cool. I think that to have the the restraint, I guess, where they're not feeling like with a lot of movies like this uh, like uh, Aquaman, for example, mm-hmm. it's it's like, all right, we got to it's been too long. We got to have another fight here. <laughs> fight suit, yeah. It's like we got to have a bunch of fights. And but they're very they are very restrained and everything. And then like really let things go Yeah. in this in this fight. Mm-hmm. You only get, I think, before that one fight, which is the Captain America versus Captain America fight. Yeah, right. those are all the all the yeah. other yeah missions i don't think they ever fight anybody i'm trying to remember uh like there's there's some fighting that's going on yeah um and when they're in new york because that's during the yeah but it's not like uh the characters we see aren't like fighting with anybody right Uh, they're sneaking around which is interesting it's different and i enjoy it (laughs) yeah it's a good Uh, plan I did like the Captain America versus Captain America. America's a hatch. That was funny. Right. Yeah, it was a, it was another like shock for me because when he <laughs> turns that corner and says, You gotta be shitting me. I thought it yeah. was like Loki at first or somebody else. But then when it's revealed to be himself, I was like, Oh, this is gonna be I I think I'm gonna like it here. One of right. those moments where oh, we're in this now. Yeah. So you have your big fight and there's mm-hmm. uh unlike when... Ready Player One. Uh, there's all these like fun little moments that I notice every time that I watch it. I see like another little fun moment. My favorite one. I'm sure there's a bunch. Yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah. My favorite one from this past viewing was there's a point, I think in one of the Thanos fights where Ant-Man or giant man is trying to shove one of those big Leviathan flying worms Mm -hmm. through like a doctor strange portal. He's like trying to force (laughs) it through. And it's just like his strategy for this 
It's <laughs> probably the most fun. Is Giant Man later. not Ant Man, or is that Ant Man? It's it's the same thing. I'm just being like specific. Ant Man and okay. Giant Man are one person. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, when he's big, I just call him Giant Man. Okay. Because I thought small, I saw Ant Man, then I thought I saw Giant Man as well. So I didn't know if it was oh, like weird. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I, I like how they go when they find the uh, sort of like the new MCU characters were kind of tossing the gauntlet to each other. I kind of like that. How it was yeah. like, hey, here's the new crew kind of doing their thing. Um, kind of tossing that gauntlet to, to one another. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, I didn't you notice know? that they were all until you pointed out that they were they were all like the newer half of <laughs> MCU. So you have Black Panther, Valkyrie, Captain Marvel later, Peter Parker, all these characters that have been like set up in the past four or five years. Yeah, yeah. it's a nice metaphor of literally passing, passing the torch. The, yeah. 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 So you have Captain Marvel fly through the spaceship and then she gets the gauntlet and then they're like she how how is she gonna get the glove to <laughs> yeah and it's like oh you mean the one that just came from outer space and <laughs> flew through a spaceship yeah. you can't get but you you gotta get the the lady train yeah yeah going, and it's all the ladies <laughs> and then you see a, a this movie looks good in a lot of places and then gwyneth paltrow <laughs> comes in <laughs> in her iron man suit and it looks pretty bad yeah it's a Her, weird it's a weird like they lapsed the cgi there a little bit yeah um, but but yeah then they go the glove it ends up on tony uh and uh he uh well as as he go he steals the the glove with the stones off, off yeah. thanos which is yeah. hey that's why it had the the iron man glove on and then at, at one point you see uh you know, Doctor Strange tell him that it's the mm-hmm. yeah. this is the one time. That moment was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then he does the "I am Iron Man" line, yeah, which is like that that's that's the line that really kind of a ste- like set the tone for yeah. the MCU. Yeah, yeah. In, in a way, because they were like, okay, it's not going to be like a secret. It's not going to be I- secret identities and all that. Um, and it just kind of like I don't know, brings and that it. That was the last line of the first movie, you right? Know, it was, yeah. brings it full circle. Great. Yeah, and then he and then he snaps. It would be very hard to snap with a glove. One yeah. of the things about the gauntlet is the gauntlet. You still have your fingers. Yeah, with the glove. I was, I was. I'm gonna wonder about this till the day I die. I wonder if canonically snapping is the mechanism that you have right. to use. Well, like, he to, was doing like, other things. Right. He was doing other things to like. In, in Infinity War, you know, yeah. without snapping, so maybe that's like the most powerful thing. I don't know. Yeah, it's like that's the mechanism you have to use to be like, oh, this is what I want my universe altering, altering wish to be. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, it's, it's, well, it'll probably never be explained. It doesn't have to be. But mm-hmm. is it, it is interesting, like, the snap is what has to be done. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so then you have Tony, Peter Parker the first one coming up and I was like oh that's kind of weird that they would have that when you establish that Pepper is is there and then she kind of pushes him aside they have yeah. that moment and uh, she you know as you brought up earlier she tells Tony he can rest which is a big moment so there you have your closure one of of the the big ones one yeah. of our, mm-hmm. our big characters um and then it goes to the funeral, I guess. Is that yeah? Is that what's next after the fight? Um, 
Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it's the big montage of like everybody back at home. Which, everybody, which is overlaid with his his last monologue. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, and and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy decide not to dress up. Yeah. <laughs> like. Look, they got too much to do to buy suits. Buy yeah, tuxes, they, you know? Drax is wearing an all black, like all black getup yeah, of his. He's wearing formal, but, like, but not all of them are. Like Rocket is still wearing like the blue thing he's been wearing, right? The red scarf, yeah. but like and uh, Drax, Quill, I think Quill has. Yeah, <laughs> Quill's wearing his leather jacket. Like yeah. you're a human, you can do it. Get, <laughs> get yeah. a little Groot suit. It'll be yeah. look Groot tux. Yeah. Why did they do Groot Tux? That would have been like a new toy line. I'm st- that's that merchandising they <laughs> missed out on. Detachable Tux. Yes. Uh, you got was... Dancing Groot. Now you got Funeral Groot. <laughs> there was one guy I had no idea who he was. That's the kid from uh, Iron, the Man third of Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. Okay. The kid of friends. It that took me a thing. while because it's been like five or six years and he's a yeah. teenager now and has like sprouted right. up. But, is yeah, that the definitely... actor, or is that just represents who the kid is? No, it's the same kid. That's what I'm okay. saying. It's the same actor. Yeah. Okay. He's just like yeah, I didn't know went that through either. puberty. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It happens. It happens. So then Thor passes on, uh, what the His being king to <laughs> yeah to Valkyrie, <laughs> which yeah. okay, is it, does that kind of make you think that there's going to be a a Valkyrie movie, or is that I don't know I was. At this point, I was kind of be like, okay, so this is going to be a movie. This is going to be a movie, yeah. Uh, yeah. And and trying to kind of figure out what the next phase is. Thor goes along with Guardians of the Galaxy, which is which. Uh, give me all your money for that. Yeah. <laughs> give me all my money for that. Yeah, I'm it's, I'm in. It's very exciting. The one yes. thing though is like Thor's too strong for the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, he's like. It's like part of the fun of the Guardians of the Galaxy is that they're just like they just kind of have guns yeah. and uh, they have to have like creative ways and stuff. Whereas Thor is like a, a literal god. <laughs> yeah, I wonder when they brought James Gunn back if he knew they just yeah. added Thor. If that's like, hey, welcome back to Marvel. Like, here's this thing we did while you were gone was put yeah. Thor on this team. And I wonder if that will have any effect on like how Volume Three of Guardians of the Galaxy goes. It's uh, that's the, probably the next movie I'm more most excited for out of like these, yeah, theoretical potential movies. Out of all of these uh, conclusions, is how Thor functions on a Guardians Galaxy team because he is a god with with two hammers now. What is he going to do yeah. with two hammers? Oh no 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 no! Captain America took back Mjolnir. Right. To sorry, so he only has Stormbreaker again, which is good. But. Even still, that that was a, the like the most fun combination of Infinity War was when Thor was with them. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. Was. Chris Hemsworth is really good in like comedy, <laughs> comedy, yeah, stuff. Yeah, like yeah. he he is he has great timing, and I think I think it works well, and it'll be fun. Um, so yeah, definitely excited for that. And then you get the big emotional uh, Steve Rogers. Captain uh, America. Suit. That was some yeah. good makeup. I thought uh, that was like Clint Eastwood or something for a second. Yeah. I'm like, who's this old racist white? Oh no, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Steve. Uh, this is the part that he, that that will like emotionally ruin me every time I've seen this movie. Yeah. Uh, it's even though I see it, I don't know something about Steve being able to like live his life normally to yeah. old age is not like tragic to me. It's just like very. It's like a sad, happy sort of thing where it's like, oh, sure. he, he, those goddamn bastards did it, you know? He finally yeah. got the life he wanted. Got to live his life and come yeah. back and, yeah. 
And maybe he yep. can stick around for another movie. Who knows? Like now that uh, he's old, like what he he can't be like Captain America, but maybe like some sort of like advisor role, like Tony in Homecoming or whatever. And you also have what happens in the time that the that you know he goes back to whatever these fifties. Um, like you could do movies within that time period as well. But he wants if, out though, right? Like he wants right. out. Like That's, he's done. That's yeah. generally what's assumed, but yeah, uh, yeah. But like, he doesn't have. He's gonna go back and not have cell phones. He's yeah, gonna, like, like, oh god. Yeah, he's gotta listen to big band music all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder <laughs> like, how much like throughout his life he was like, oh, like this awful thing's happening right now, but I'm no longer Captain America, so I just uh, gotta, like watch it happen, right? It's September tenth, two thousand one. He's just like, like oh. I've just gotta let this. What's about to happen has <sighs> yeah, it's like yeah. a crazy amount of power. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that too. Because I, I was wondering, like, oh, I was kind of disappointed. Like, oh, they're not going to do a big. What are they going to do for Captain America? I thought he was done. Because you know, in your head, you're like, you know that um, Robert Downey Jr. is done. You know that uh, uh, yeah. Chris uh, Chris Evans is done. So you're like, okay, well, how that's how's that going to end? Mm-hmm. And but then, then I was glad that happened. Like, oh, okay, yeah. that's cool. Because I was I'm like, then, is he just going to die or is he, I don't know? Yeah. And then he passes on his shield. Uh, yeah. To- Alkin, Sam Wilson. The surprise is you think like everybody for a year, like since Winter Soldier has been like, oh, Bucky will be Cap at some point. And uh-huh. they kind of skip over him, which is a smart move, and give it to Sam Wilson Falcon and just like set that up. Uh-huh. Uh, they did the Hail Hydra thing. They're doing the Sam Cap, uh, Sam as Cap thing. It's like very modern for them to do, which was surprising. I'm excited to see where that goes in their TV series on Disney+. Plus. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the movie. Any last points that you guys have or want to bring up? Huh. No, I thought it was a great ride, you know, and just, just thinking back, like, it took them 11 years to get to this point, and now what do they do from here? I mean, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, the thing is, crazy. is it I'm um, sorry. It just like, they have to reduce the stake. Like, how can the stakes get any bigger? Like they can't. And so, like I don't know. It'll be kind of fun to see, you know, Fishbowl head Jake Gyllenhaal in the new Spider-Man. Yeah, like you I'm, have to like into that. you have to start way lower now, I guess, and kind of mm-hmm. start that slow build again. Yeah, for me, it's it's because it seems so long, like of a time frame to set all this up, but it's just ten years. It's just a decade. Yeah. So for me, I'm like I'm curious to see how they do raise the stakes back up to end game levels if they even try that, or if they will like how they do that in the next ten years to like reset it up for another like big culmination. Uh, so I'm curious to see how that pans out. Uh, that's my only takeaway from this movie is like. You guys did it once. Now let's see if you can do it again. Yeah, right. Maybe it'll be more inner struggles this time. Yeah, they have to yeah. they have to fight doubt in ten years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or chronic back aches. I don't know. Uh, I hope it leans on Spider Man though, because I just I just like Spider Man as a character. Mm, um, yeah, maybe we could you know do something. Maybe more Spider-Man stuff. Like maybe I'd that's kind of the see, big bad. Yeah, in the next ten years, Spider-Man kind of step into a more leadership role after yeah, going through this stuff right. and like Homecoming, whatever happens in Far From Home. 
It's like I bet he'll be set up as one of the more core members of the Avengers mm-hmm. in ten years' time. And I'm sure it would have been much different if they would have had the rights to Spider-Man when oh, yeah. they kind of oh, started yeah. all this yeah, sure. stuff. Yeah. Oh. Or Spider-Man. That's what I'm saying. New sequel to Spider-Man, the PS4 game. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tie in the video game universe. That would be cool. No, I don't want that. No, I don't want that at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Ray, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Ray. Yeah. It's always fun. Always fun. Our Marvel guy. Uh, we'll have you on in the future because there will be Good. more of these movies. Yeah, inevitably. I at think least so. one more. At least, hmm. at least I, thought, I thought it was the end game. I thought it was the <laughs> end. Was. We got one post end yeah. game. At least. I don't think they're going to make any more Black Panther movies. That, that didn't make any money or yeah. that wasn't critically acclaimed at all. No, no, yeah, like, no, it won no awards. No, it didn't win anything. It wasn't even nominated. I mean, that's pathetic, <laughs> right? Uh, Adam, thanks for uh, coming on as, as always because you're the co host. Yeah. <laughs> Where can we find you in the world, uh, Ray? If you have anything uh, to promote. Probably him. just on Instagram if you're curious about that stuff, which is the dude O Zeus. So T H E D U D E O Z E U S. The hardest right. the hardest handles a spell in the All world. Right. <laughs> Write that down. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Adam, you can find people uh people can find you at the Fullertron on Twitter and yeah. I'm at Cray Trey Vids. Yeah. And, and uh, now now for Trey's recap of Green Book. Yes, right after <laughs> that, this. That well, we're saw. running out of time, guys. I'll oh, see you guys oh, next week. Oh, again, he definitely Ray. watched it this week. Yeah. So. I watched it totally, but we have so much. Oh, my God, we're oh, running out of time. We okay. can't do it tonight. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, everyone, have a great day. Bye. All right. Bye.